Come and pray. Ask the Lord to speak to you this morning and show you his glory. Show you his glory. Lord, show me your glory this morning and reveal that which you have in mind for me for this hour unto me in the name of Jesus. Lord, show us your glory this morning and reveal your perfect mind and counsel to every single one of us this morning. Ask him to transform you by the light and the life of his word this morning. Lord, transform me, transform us by the light and the life of your word this morning in the name of Jesus. Tell him your own Rima word, your specific word should come this morning. Say, Lord, send me my own word today. Lord, I will hear my word. Send my word unto me this morning, I pray. In the name of Jesus, the word of my transformation, the word of my consolidation, the word of my harvest, the word that will transform and change me and position and reposition me. Let it come unto me this morning. The glory and the honor is yours. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Praise the Lord. I said praise the Lord. Thank you, sweet Samus. You may be seated. God bless you. The Lord honor you. Amen. I kept looking at them as they stood and I was wondering that, or do they want to sing another special number, you know? But you were doing that in honor of the Lord. The Lord will honor you. I had a conversation in the car this morning with um, our daughter and uh, she called me yesterday while I was in church and she was asking for the description of a place. And I gave her the description. That's because uh, she knew where the old office of that person was but the person had moved office, and so she was now asking where the new office was, and I gave her the description. And this one, she was telling me, that place is beautiful. That guy really walked on that place, and so on, and so on. I said, yes. Guess what she said next. That one can't be thinking of Jack Paino. That is, that guy would not be one of those that want to JP. So the fact is, in Nigeria, we have people who are not JP in. It's not everybody that will JP. Some people don't plan to JP in Nigeria as we speak. Some people don't plan to jackpot, in other words, as we speak. I had a conversation in the last one week with a friend of mine on the squash court, and he said, Pastor, I have a friend, the wife, regional uh, head of a bank, uh, the husband, uh, an engineer, making good money, living in Maguro or something, and then they sold all their property, sold everything, and then they moved to UK, and then they are lamenting seriously right now. Because the kind of work they are, you know, if you are used to having PA, SPA, you know, there's personal, there's special, then there's special advisor, then there's cook and steward, there's driver and gardener and security man, you understand? If you are used to that kind of like, Oga has his own retinue, Madame has her own retinue of staff. You don't even carry anything. Even your phone, somebody carries it. I was calling somebody, a CEO the other day. You know, it was the PA that kept, I, I said, it's not you I want to talk to. It's your uh, uh, guy. He said, if you don't talk to me, you can't talk to him. And so they're lamenting. That, ah, this one, that somebody has to be scrubbing ground. I'm not, I'm not going again, no. But they want to come back home, but they've sold everything. Those who want to jackpa, do your appraiser. There's some investment appraisal. Do your investment appraisal, internal rate of return. Payback period. Do your investment appraisal very, 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 very well. 
Do your projection very, 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 very well. If you belong to my age group, hey. <laughs> ah. Anyway, that is not the message this morning. Let's face the message. Resilience is what we're talking about, standing strong. It's a good attribute any day. Amen. When you, when you hear resilience, what, what comes to your mind when you hear standing strong? You can't be said to be strand, standing strong if you have not been tested. You didn't hear that. It is after you've been tested that they can say that you stood strong. Who knows your strength in the face uh, of of Lack of a challenge. Who knows your strength when there is no challenge to your strength? The Bible says, if your strength shall fail in the day of adversity, how small that strength is. Why? That strength has been tested and it failed. Now we can quantify that strength. We can say it is small. So our strength must not fail in the day of adversity. So standing strong presupposes that you survived a challenge. It presupposes that you've gone through a hard time and you did not break in the midst of that hard time. You came out of it. Have you gone through a hard time in life before and you came out of it? You're asking me, I will say yes. Many times, yes, I came out of it. So hard times are not meant to break us. Hard times are meant to toughen us so that we can come out. Have you faced a tough exam before? Have you written a tough exam before? Did you eventually qualify or did you eventually pass that exam? If your answer is yes, why didn't that exam break you? Why didn't you abscond and leave that program entirely? Because you were confronted with something hard and difficult. Hard times are not meant to break us. They are meant to toughen us and to make us so that we advance and we move to where God will have us be. I want us to open our Bibles to the Gospel of St. Matthew chapter 7. I'll read from verse 24. Are we together this morning? I'm talking about resilience. I said, are we together this morning? Church on the gallery, are we together this morning? Okay. Matthew chapter 7 from verse 24. Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine, who was speaking here? Our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ was speaking. And doeth them. It is not enough to hear. We must do. Amen. So, therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine, and doeth them. We hear and we do. James tells us that. James is like the Proverbs of the New Testament. Amen. I will liken him unto a wise man. Ah, so a wise man is he who hears and who does. And a foolish man is he who hears and who does not do. The choice is ours to make this morning. 25. And the rain descended and the floods came and the winds blew. I'll start again from verse 24. Don't miss any detail, please. Therefore, whosoever heareth the sayings of mine and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man which built his house upon a rock. A wise man built his house upon a rock. Something made him build his house on a rock. Something made him plan ahead. Something influenced his decision to build a strong house. There was something that influenced his thinking to consider safety and durability. Hallelujah. 
There must be something that influences your plan now against the future. You don't plan in isolation of so many factors. Is someone stay with me this morning. Hallelujah. Something influenced him building his house on a rock. Let's read on. And the rain descended because the rain will always descend. And the floods came because the floods will always come. Please let's settle down. I see movement. Let's settle down. And the floods descended because the floods will always come. And the winds blew because the wind will always blow. Excuse me, you can't stop the rain from falling. Excuse me, you can't stop the flood waters from coming. <laughs> you can't stop the winds from blowing. If you like foreign news, uh, there, there was a hurricane in Florida last week and it's heading for South Carolina. I don't know whether it has landed right now. You know, I am. That hurricane destroyed everything. <laughs> It was going in a direction before. I think the people of that place prayed. And then the thing diverted. And where it headed to, it destroyed everything. It, I've seen hurricane before. Live, live. 13 days without electricity. I said, eh, so it's doing you here too. Amen. It will uproot trees. It will carry cars. And after the hurricane, after the storm, super storm is over, you see rain begin to fall. And carrying everything, carrying everything, carrying everything. Is America not advanced? Is America not developed? Can they stop the rain from falling? Can they stop the winds from blowing? Can they stop the floods from coming? No. See devastation. See destruction. And that their governor that is very, very, very mounted. The saint is very mounted. Now he has his own share of challenges. So let's see how he's going to handle this. Because... Uh, times they may not recover for another 20 years from the effect of a devastation that's going on what are we saying you can't stop the rain from falling you can't stop the wind from blowing you can't stop the floods from coming but you must prepare so that you will stand after those things are over why the storm is not forever there is no storm that is designed to last forever did you hear what i said the storm nigeria is going through now is not designed to last forever hallelujah it's not designed to last forever. Actually, I see a repeat history in what's going on in Nigeria. What we are going through right now are the things of the 60s. Praise the Lord. Is that cycle again that one is seen? Is that cycle again that one is seen? So much, you know, insecurity, so much distrust in the land, so much division in the land. If you belong to a WhatsApp platform, maybe your primary school or your secondary school, whatever, you see the obedience and the batified. The articulated are not really talking. Amen. And at times they abuse themselves. And at times they can't come and say, but we are gentlemen. We shouldn't be abusing ourselves over these people. After all, we don't even know them. But the next day they are at it. As early as 6.50 something this morning, on a platform I belong to, they started again. I said, these people, don't they sleep? Obi did this. Batify did that. And so on and so on. It's the same problem. Resilience. Standing strong. Matthew chapter 7, verse 24. Therefore, whosoever heard the sayings of mine and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man who built his house upon a rock. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat upon that house. And it fell not. It fell not. It fell not. Why? Why? It was built on a rock. It fell not. It was structurally sound. It fell not. There was strategic thinking in the construction. It fell not. You want to get married? Be strategic in your thinking. 
And the best form of strategic thinking is to think with the Holy Ghost. Some people don't even know you can think with the Holy Spirit. Let the Holy Spirit influence your thinking. Let him direct your plans. In other words, then you'll be seen to be highly strategic in your thinking. And people will now come and say, did you know that this was going to happen before? No. You simply followed his leading and his promptings. He said, do this, you do this. One man was testifying. He said, <laughs> he said during, you know, there was um, a global meltdown in 2008. How many people still remember? That's not too long ago. 2008. And he said, many corporations lost money. Many organizations lost money. Many people declared bankruptcy. But he said, he kept laughing. He kept smiling. And after a while, his bank and their directors began to look for him. He said, <laughs> let me crack this joke. He said, when you are in your house, you know it's your house, you are free in your house. He said he has these pajamas that uh, the elastic has gone long ago. But he's so used to it, that's what he wears in his house. And it is his hand that he will take to hold his pajamas. It's his house. So he said he didn't know that the people from the bank were coming to give him Christmas present. He said as they knocked on the door, one day, and his wife was not at home, and they are elderly people, himself and his wife, so they don't have any children living with them. He said, they knocked and he opened it and said, yeah, are you Mr. He said, yes. He said the um, Christmas um, gift looked like a coffin. He said it was the size of a coffin. Massive, big. He said, the man said, I need help. He said, he said, you can see I can't help you. He said, <laughs> anyway, for your bank to come and give you Christmas hamper on Christmas, your bank, come on diary, they have not given you for 15 years. And you go there and say, I'm a very important customer in this brand. You're making noise. Have they given you diary in the last 15 years? At times, if they managed to give you diary, it was the personal diary of the officer that he gave you. Oh, my turn agent. So, <laughs> hallelujah. So he said, they came to look for him. And they said, sir, please help us. Of all our customers, you are the only one who did not lose money during the crisis. And he had an investment officer attached to him. That would say, sir, I have some products I want to market to you. They're, they're going to help your funds and so on and so on. He will say, I will get back to you. He say, we'll pray. And the Lord will say, no. So he will call the guy back and say, no. Every suggestion they gave him, he will say, no. But at times he said, the Holy Ghost will say, tell them this is what you want. And he will say, excuse me. Do this, do this, put that phone there, put that phone there, put that. And they will say, ah, the markets are not good. You're going to lose money. He will say, is it your money or is it my money? Tell, do what I tell you to do. They now came back months after and said, you are the only one who did not lose money. You are the only one who made money. Please, we want to lend your investment secrets. They thought he lent it in school. They didn't realize he was thinking with the Holy Spirit. Praise the Lord. You want to get married, think with the Holy Ghost. You want to start a new line of business, think with the Holy Ghost. You want a JP, you want a jackpot, think with the Holy Ghost. Do you understand what I'm talking about? Think with the Holy Spirit. Amen. Praise the Lord. Your friend did it, so you want to do it the way your friend did it. Ah, it doesn't work every time. Hallelujah. In fact, you don't even know what influenced your friend doing it. Praise God. To start with, you don't even know. 
I have um, two elderly people in my family. One of them on the ninth of this month will be 76. The other one is 77. So if I say they are elderly, they are elderly. And uh, the 76 year old one told me years ago, he said, Tolu? I said, sir. He said, he said, my wife is a bad boy. It was referring to the 77 year old. You know, they are almost to themselves. Me, I can't call them. Uh-huh. You know, so I said, I said, what happened? He said, do you know? He was saying it in Yoruba. He said, do you know that my wife prays and fasts? I said, my wife has days of the week that he prays and fasts. He doesn't eat anything. And I said, why can't you do the same? He said, ah, daddy and me. That is, he will have diarrhea if he does it. He said, he said, but oh, can, can't you see that my wife is doing well? Can't you see that everything is... He said, one day he told him, he said, he's been pursuing an, a particular approval. In those days, Federal Secretary used to be in Lagos. How many remember Federal Secretary in Lagos, in Ikoi? That's what Federal Secretary used to be. He said, so you know, it's, a, it's an old story. He said, he said, I've been pursuing... <laughs> I don't want to mention the woman's name. She was director, you know. And... Uh, I've been pursuing a particular approval from my office. And uh, I keep going and coming. He said, He said, You don't know what to do. I said, You don't know what to do. He said, He said, What to do? Then, guess what? He started reading Kenneth Higgins books. Mwiwa did not tell him he's been reading Kenneth Higgins books. Mwiwa did not tell him that he's been praying and fasting. But he's been seeing things happen in Muiwa's life and he wants to copy Muiwa. Everything Muiwa does, he wants to do, but he's not getting those results. Until, so one day I saw Kennedy King's book. <laughs> I said, what? He said, well, wait card <laughs> These are the books that Muiwa reads. <laughs> there is a strategy that drives every vision. You can't live anyhow. You want to copy someone, what strategy do you know that he or she deploys? When he wakes up 3 a.m. to pray in the spirit. Do you know there are times uh, you are praying and uh, you are not really looking for anything, but you are looking for something. The heavens declare the glory of God. The farmer proclaims his handiwork. Day after day, authorized speak. Night after night, declares knowledge. There is no line or voice where the voice is not heard and so on. Day after day... Uttered speech, night after night, declares knowledge. Somebody said that the Jews believe that night is for inspiration. Amen. My best man used to have a Jewish, a friend Jewish partner. His English was not good, but he was Jewish. Monsieur David. So David, that's David, but this is David. Now, Monsieur David will say, Gide, night bring ID. You know what that means? Gide, night brings idea. Say, Gide, night brings idea. That is at night. So you don't know whether your friend has been getting up at night to pray and come in with the Holy Ghost and ideas flow. You want to copy. This is not where I'm going, no. But I'm surprised. I don't know who is pulling something. Never mind. I'll respect time this morning. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hmm. I read verse 25 again. We're still on the opening text. Can you imagine? 
And the rain descended and the floods came and the winds blew and beat upon that house. And it fell not, for it was founded upon a rock. And everyone that heareth the sayings of mine and doeth them not shall be likened unto a foolish man. So there's the wise man and there's the foolish man. Which built his house upon the sand. And uh, excuse me, can I quickly say this? The man who built upon the rock, would he have built within a short frame of time or, or over a long frame, frame of time? Which of the houses would have taken more time to build? The one that was built on the rock would have taken more time to build. It might have even been costlier for all you care. Amen. Praise the Lord. Because the rocks may not have an even shape. You, you understand? So, so there might have been extra costs incurred in arriving at a balance because you want your substructure to be balanced. Praise God. <laughs> but the man who built on the sand... Quickly, he must have built. Let me share another story with you. Many years ago, we were building our house. And uh, the land was swampy. The land is still swampy. So we had to do special foundation. You know, they called it reinforced strip footing. It cost a lot of money then. And you know, I'm a pastor. I'm not a businessman. You know, I can't do income projection, income flow. <laughs> so anyway... <laughs> But I can do faith projection. I can do faith flow. Who feels me this morning? <laughs> My brother, faith works. <laughs> so, I believe God, we believe God, we did everything and so on and so on. Finally, we finished the foundation. That foundation then cost two million naira. It was a lot of money way back then. Well, whether you like it, as far as me, I was concerned, though, it was a lot of money. So I've been spending two million naira. I was just calm and cool and gentle. I can't come and go and kill myself. And then one man came and he bought a parcel of land beside us. He worked in Abuja. And uh, before we knew it, he had gotten to Lintel level. And one day, I went to inspect my foundation. You know you can inspect your foundation. You can, walk, you can walk on it as if it's a house already. So I was walking. I said, ah, Father, thank you. And then the man said, ah, hey, are you the pastor? I said, yes, sir. He said, that's my house. Oh, I said, congratulations. He said, yes, I've been looking for you. I said, I must come and pray for you. I said, thank you. Please pray for me. I said, he said, all these months, this is, you only stayed at the foundation. Hey, see my house. I... Uh, it has gotten to Linter. I said, I must pray for you because I'm a pastor. I hear you are a pastor and you are my brother. I must pray for you. I said, pray for me, oh, pray for me. Eventually, you know, when I went to check his land, he didn't have foundation. You know those people that just dig and put block? I said, here? Yeah. <laughs> and the work stopped there. Eventually, he sold the place. The place is a guest house as I'm speaking to you right now. The work stopped there. Cracks began, you know, in the and so on and so on. You see now, when you are going God's way, it may appear slow, but it will endure the test of life. And you are looking at others who appear to be going very fast. And you are asking questions, Lord, why is my own like this? Who have I offended? It must be my father's third wife. No, the second wife likes me. It can't be that one. The first wife, that's your mother. It can't be your mother. Some people, some people even believe that their mother is their enemy. <laughs> what you get? 
Your mother is your enemy. She would have killed you when you were inside. Nonsense. Please, forget all of this enemy mentality if you want to advance in life. Because the enemy will magnify himself to you and you now make the enemy your focus and you leave other things undone. Someone listening to me? We have an enemy. It's the chief of all enemies. His name is Satan. Deal with the devil and move on. Amen. Whoever the devil is using, that's the devil's headache. Crush all of them. The devil is the master. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Principalities work through personalities. There's nothing you can do about that, but you can take care of principalities. For we rest not against flesh and blood, we're against principalities and powers. And the spiritual wickedness of this, we can, we wrestle against. Is someone listening to me? You now begin to major on all the enemies of your father's house, all the enemies of your, the enemies that looked at you on the day of your wedding. The, that woman that was spying you, nonsense. How did you know somebody was looking at you on your day of on your, your, your wedding day? We're going, you two, you two, you don't have something to do. You are aligning conscience. <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh no. What's going on? 26. So everyone that heareth these things of mine and doeth them not shall be likened unto a foolish man who built his house upon the sand. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon that house, and it fell, and great was the fall of it. Notice the same conditions apply to both houses. So none, none of the buildings were spared from those conditions. The rain, the flood, and the wind. None will be spared. When we say resilience, then we are saying to recover from or to adjust easily to a misfortune or a challenge. You recover from it. It's a misfortune. It's a challenge. You recover from it or you bounce back. Amen. You bounce back or you change, you know. So you adjust easily. Uh, when you are resilient, you are capable of withstanding shock without permanent damage. You are capable of withstanding shock. It shook you, you withstood you, you withstood it, but there was no damage and you've continued. To be resilient is to be like rubber. Rubber. How many people know rubber bands? You know, when, when, when you pull it, as little boys, little children will, you know, roll piece of, pieces of paper, it becomes hard, you put it in the rubber, and then the person in front of you, the back of the neck like this, and then you bend down as if you are writing on your desk. As the person... Will look at, the day they did it for a teacher. Mm. That was the end of the class. Everybody, they beat every one of us. Don't do it. Don't allow your children to do it. <laughs> but you know, rabbi is flexible. You stretch it, it's elastic. After the stretch work, it returns to its former position. Resilience. If it goes beyond the elastic limit, it will break. God said he knows your elastic limit. He will not suffer you to be tempted beyond what you are able. And he will, with every temptation, make a way of escape. He knows your elastic limit. Hallelujah. So when you are resilient, you are flexible. You are elastic. You are stretchy. You can go that far. You are still coming back. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Because you won't break. Because you are in God's hands. Amen. And like we said, that storm is not meant to break you. Is meant to make you. So the reality is that storms will come. Rains will descend. The floods will come. The winds will blow. Those are realities. The reality is, is that opposing winds will always come. Hallelujah. I like aviation. I like aviation. There is no time. There is no time a plane is flying and there are no headwinds. Headwinds are opposing winds. 
head, they are the wings that oppose the motion of the flights. And there is no flight, there is no plane that flies without tail wings. Amen. So that's the wind from the back that pushes it. It depends on the trajectory of the flight, the flight path. Many times, if it's a transatlantic flight, the winds blow more from Europe towards North America. So, when you are going, yeah, I'm correct. <laughs> when you are going, you spend more time. So, the winds blow more huh, from North America towards Europe. So, when you are going to North America, you encounter more headwinds than the tailwind you have. So, you, you, you stay longer for one, at least one hour more on, on the Atlantic. One hour. Why? The headwinds are strong against you. Did your flight drop out of the sky? Didn't you get where you are going? <laughs> Resilience. And finally, you will land, and the pilot will say, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to so-so-and-so airport. You've landed. In spite of the opposing winds that didn't want you to make that trip. But when you are returning, and you are heading, and you face the direction of Europe, those winds that opposed you before are the winds that will aid you now. They are your tailwinds. They push you. They push you. They push you. You gain one arm. In fact, the pilots love it. They say fuel. It helps them to conserve fuel. And you'll still get there. Listen, whether they're headwinds or tailwinds, God is taking you to your destination. Do you understand that? So whatever you are going through in life, remember this saying, we are a people of temporary challenges with a great destiny. Amen. You have a great destiny. You're only going through temporary challenges. Hallelujah. Always tell yourself that. I'm a man of a great destiny. I'm a woman of a great destiny. I am only encountering temporary challenges. Hallelujah. These challenges are not to break you. They are not forever. You are coming out of them. Always tell yourself that. Why? I have a God. You have a God. I have a Father. You have a Father. Resilient people aren't destroyed despite setbacks. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, from 6 to 10. They are not destroyed despite setbacks. From verse 6. For God, who commanded the light to shine out of darkness, had shined in our hearts to give the light of a knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels. We have this treasure, this treasure of salvation. Earthen vessels, vessels of clay. Now, if you are keeping treasure in a vessel of clay. Is that not dangerous? Is that not dangerous? If that vessel should drop, what's going to happen? It's going to break. It's going to scatter. And you might lose the treasure inside. But that is the wisdom of God for you. Who is the vessel of clay? You and I. He has put the treasure, his treasure, his salvation, the precious price that Christ paid. He put it inside earthly treasures. Hallelujah. Earthly vessels. Amen. <laughs> and the devil, being the devil, knows we are made of clay. Let me break them. If I break them, that's the end of a treasure. Has he succeeded? No. Why? The Almighty, Elohim is his name, is the one keeping the vessel. Amen. Is the one keeping the vessel. So your vessel must be kept in the hands of Elohim. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you attempt to keep your vessel by yourself, uh, you will break. Because you can't counter the force that is contrary to you. 
I hope I'm communicating. Praise the Lord. Let's read on. Let's read on. Second Corinthians chapter 10 from 6. Verse 7. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. Are you seeing that? So that it will be clear that God's power is the one keeping the earthly vessel and not you, not human power, not human wisdom, not human knowledge. It is divine power. It. We are troubled on every side, yet we are earthly vessels. We are vessels of clay, but we are troubled on every side. Are you getting it? Huh? You should have broken easily. You should have broken long ago. That vessel should have broken long ago, but the excellency of the power is of who? Of God and not of me. So I'm not the one keeping me. I'm not the one sustaining me. Hallelujah. Uh, There is grace. Otherwise, grace has no meaning to me. By the time I am enjoying grace, grace is preserving me. Grace is keeping me. Amen. Praise the Lord. And I'll be troubled on every side. But listen, I'm not broken. Let's read. Let's read. Let's read. But we are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Cast down, but not destroyed. Does that describe somebody here? Does that describe your past or your experience? Amen. Cast down, not not destroyed. Persecuted, not forsaken. Amen. So what's going on? There's turbulence, but we're still advancing. In the midst of turbulence, we're still advancing. Amen. Praise the Lord. We are going to Lagos from Ibadan. 100 kilometers per hour. The wind is against us. How do we know? Stick out your hand from the window. It blows your hand. It throws your hand back. But you're still making progress. Finally, you call home. I'm on the long bridge. I'm on the long bridge. And on the long bridge these days, you can spend three hours. Uh, We are at long bridge. But the turbulence. What about the turbulence? You survive the turbulence. What about the opposing winds? You survive. Oh. You didn't even realize that there was opposing wind. Because your, your windows were up, your AC were, was on, and you were listening to music, good Christian music. Not uh, Buga. It wasn't Buga. If you are doing Buga from Ibadotto Gate to Lagos Toll Gate, oh, serious? You, are, you can't tell me you are a serious. That's all you were. Is, uh, what's his name? Kiss Daniel. Is it Kiss Daniel? Is that his name? Is Kizania music from Ibadoto Gate to Lagos Toll Gate? You couldn't pray in the spirit? Do your buga for five minutes and then get serious. How will you dance buga while driving? Eh, attempt it. Eh, attempt it. They say, Pastor, it's not that hard. Tell it to the devil. You know, the devil, the, de- the police is your friend. Okay, the devil is your friend. No, those things don't work like that. Every opportunity you have to build up your spirit. Build up your spirit. Buga is good, but it won't build up your spirit. I'm not demarketing Kiss Daniel, so that somebody will now say there's one person in the battle that does not like you. I don't hate him, but I'm saying, Buga. Buga, Listen, listen. It's not going to build up your spirit. It will bugger your spirit. (laughs) Hallelujah. Amen. Okay, let's go back to the word. So you can see from verse 7. But we have this treasure in earth. I want us to understand it. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels. Someone say, "I, I have this treasure in earthen vessels. Hmm. And uh, that is so, that the excellency of a power may be of God and not of me. 
We are troubled. I'm troubled on every side, yet I'm not distressed. I do not lose hope, in other words. We are perplexed. I'm perplexed, but I'm not in despair. At times it's like, I don't know what to do, but then I realize I have cover. Glory to God. I'm persecuted, but I'm not forsaken. Why? He has said, never will I leave you nor forsake you. So he's with me. Somebody say, he's with me. Amen. Always with me. I may be cast down, but I'm not destroyed. (laughs) Why? For there is hope for a dry tree. That when it is cut down, it will sprout again. Hallelujah. At the scent of water, at the scent of water, that dry tree will sprout again. The tender shoots of that dry tree will catch water, will smell water, will attract water, and will spring again. You will spring again. Maybe the devil stopped you for a while. You are bouncing back. You are coming back stronger, stronger. The devil will see a new you. <laughs> he will see a, 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 a new you. A, a, a stronger you. A greater you. A more fearful you. Now, your, your new you, when it lands on the scene, will scare the devil. How many people know that the devil gets scared? The devil gets scared. I want to use an illustration, but this, this, illustra- this person is not the devil. Many years ago, I've said it before in church. Many years ago, while I was still cutting Sister Bolani, amen. Because something happened recently. And I said, if somebody loves somebody, the person must be able to go through all that I went through to, to get you. She said, what? Me, that I went through, I knew what I went through. She may not know what I went through. Me, I knew what I went through. We're living in New Bodija. She was living in, uh, uh, in Bashon, and there were no Okadas in those days. No Okada in Ibadan. The only taxes we had were that's 120 Y. I remember. And most of the time, they looked like crabs. The, mouth, the front would be straight, the back would be bent. Remember? Uh, and old men used to drive those taxes then. If you say, Baba, anybody there? Adebajo, of Ailo, Ailo. Because then from gates, you had taxes going to UI. So they'll pass through that Bojia Road. So, but they will only drop you along. None of them. If you wanted to pay money for them to turn inside Ilo, Ilo, that means we are not going. Ilo, we are not going. And by the time you leave them, he will tell his friend beside him, Yo, 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 He wants to steal my vehicle. Yo, Yo, only. He wants to take me inside the court. That was the battle then. So we had to walk. If you wanted to pass through the back, there was no bike. There was, you had to walk. So I will take her to fellowship. Honestly, the first person that I, Tolu Alokwe, showed the way of salvation was Sister Bolanle. She should give me that credit. Ah, ah, go. Ah. She, she should give me that credit. So, and our church was at Old Ife Road, Holy Trinity. Old Ife Road. So, midweek service after fellowship I would take her back home I had no car I would take her back home now if somebody claims to be in love with you single sister sharing, but are you hearing somebody says he's in love with you wants to marry you and will not listen to your nonsense because inside uh, that kind of love there is a beautiful nonsense sweet nonsense when we marry we may not be doing too much nonsense you talk what's nonsense Nothing. 
So after getting home, and I say, Blaine, so we'll see tomorrow and so on. She will say, let me escort you. She will escort me. We'll talk sweet nonsense. Ah, I'll say, we are far from the house. Let me escort you back home. I will escort her back. You see now that it's sweet, it's sweet nonsense. So, ah, time has gone, time has gone. Okay, 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 back. And then I will now be going. I will pass Arishikola's house. Then he wasn't living there. But his, uh, this thing was there. I will pass Professor Pella's house. How many people know this address I'm talking about? Now, after Professor Pella's house, to cross to New Bodhidjah, there was no thoroughfare. It was a stream. Now it's a road. Then it was a stream. And uh, only stones. There were stones for, for pedestrians to walk on. And very dark. Very dark. But I knew where the stones were. Because when I got to that place, I will run. You understand? Because <laughs> in case... Uh, <laughs> When I was talking sweet nonsense, I didn't remember that uh, there was uh, that stream. So, now, I knew where the stones were. One day as I was jumping, I ran into a madman. In darkness, pitch darkness. Madman. I shouted, I said, yeah! He too shouted, he said, yeah! Ah! When I saw that he shouted, I pushed him. <laughs> I never knew that mad people too could be afraid. And that's, that's a demon in him. So if the demon could be afraid, the devil can be afraid. Ha! Ah, when I got home, I said, I say, what kind of life is this? <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Resilience. Standing strong. Until your strength is tested, you can't know whether you are strong. May your strength not fail in the day of adversity. May your strength not fail. Resilient people never give up. They don't give up. I'm rounding up now. They don't give up. You must never give up. Resilient people never give up. They don't give up. You say no, they are coming back. You still say no, they're still coming back. People who are not resilient will say, "Ah, well, he has said no, they have said no, let's look for another. But resilient people never give up. If they're not going back to that person, they're going back to another person. Or they're trying another option, but they're not giving up. Amen. Be resilient. Be resilient. Luke chapter 18 from verse 1 to 8. It's a story of the Greek woman, the woman from Syria, Phoenicia. From verse 1. And he spake a parable unto them to this end that men ought always to pray and not to faint. That alone is resilience. Men ought always to pray and not to faint. Men ought always to pray and not to faint. Prayer has no alternative. Hallelujah. Until you pray, you have not prayed. Amen. You may read books on prayer. You may study principles about prayer, but you must pray. If you have not prayed, you have not prayed. Men ought always to pray and not to faint. Always, always ought. It is uh, commanded. We ought always to pray. Your car always needs fuel. Amen. Your spirit always requires prayer. <laughs> You put your car on the road with the, uh, the, the indicator on for fuel, that you are low on fuel. I say, by the grace of God, I'm going to Abuja. It's two things. It's either of two things. It's either the Lord said, go to Abuja. And you say, sir, there's no fuel. And he says, I say, go. You will get to Abuja. If God has told you that, then go. Or like the story of the man of God we heard during fuel scarcity. Who poured uh, seven up inside this tank from Akure and he asked the driver to drive. 
and he drove you to go and pour seven up inside your car now. Huh? It's not hard. If God does not ask you to do something and you do it, what is the English word for tear? Can you tear? What's the English word for it? You will tear. It doesn't have an English word. It should have an English word. Help me, grammarians in the house. You will tear. <laughs> There's no fall in your car and you want to go on a long journey? You got to be kidding me. That's a prayer for you. Men ought always to pray and not to faint. You don't give up on prayer. Verse 2, saying, there was in a city a judge which feared not God, neither regarded man. And there was a widow in that city, and she came unto him, saying, avenge me of mine adversary. And he will not for a while, but afterward he said within himself, though I fear not God, nor regard man. Yet because this widow troubleth me, I will avenge her, lest by her continual coming she weary me. Lest by her continual coming she weary me. Lest by her continual coming she weary me. <laughs> and the Lord said, hear what the unjust judge said. And shall not God avenge his own elect with cry unto him day and night? The importunate widow. But I want anyone to read the story of the Greek woman, the Syrophoenician woman. Matthew chapter 15. But do you see that? Do you see that her continual coming? She was resilient. She kept at it. She kept at it. She wouldn't give up. Matthew 15 from 23. But he answered her not a word. I'm making it short. And his disciples came and besought him, saying, Send her away, for she crieth after us. Send her away, for she crieth after us. Meaning, that woman kept at it. She kept saying it. The other woman, the importunate widow, continual coming. This one kept saying it. My daughter is sick. Come and heal my daughter. My daughter is sick. Come and heal my daughter. Children at a particular age, I don't, I, I don't know that age, you know, but those who are early childhood um, majors know that age. Th there's an age children get to, their natural answer is no. Have you noticed that? Their default answer, anything you tell them is no. Even if they want to do it, they will say no. Follow me, no. Will you eat? No. But the child is hungry. There's another stage <laughs> in the lives of children when they keep repeating words. Have you noticed that when children are growing up? They just keep repeating it. 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 So if they're asking you for something and they keep asking for, you won't know when you will give them. Am I right or wrong? I will never forget when our last child was growing up. You know, I don't know how she quickly realized way back then because our living room was downstairs. Our bedroom was upstairs. And once it was 5 a.m., I will leave the bedroom, go downstairs in the living room to start praying. And one day, very early in the morning, one day, I sensed a presence. I will kneel, close my eyes, and be praying. I sensed a presence, in the, and I opened my eyes. It was my daughter. She knelt beside me. Ah, very early in the morning, I said, I didn't. Hope there's no problem. She said, no. I said, what do you want? My father, Christmas morning. Father Christmas. She said, yes. I said, go. I will give you. So she went and I continued my praying and I forgot. Next morning, the same thing happened. I opened my eyes again. I said, 
Daddy, the Father Christmas money. Even if I'm the devil. Won't I give? <laughs> that principle, as simple as it is, is very effective. She got the Father Christmas money. She even got money, I think, for the aunties. You know, they always have aunties and so on. Because she kept at it. She didn't give up. So, they said, send her away, for she crieth after us. But he answered and said, I am not sent, but unto the last ship of the house of Israel. Then came she and worshipped him, saying, Lord, help me. And he answered and said, it is not me to take children's bread, to cast it to the dogs. She didn't, did not give up. She kept saying, even the dogs eat from the crumbs that fall from the table. Okay, I'm not going back. I really need this. Did she get it or not? So he walked. Resilient people are people of hope. We're going to continue this as the Lord gives us grace because we, we haven't really concluded this message. But I believe that the Lord has gotten across to someone here this morning. The storms are not forever. You are passing through the storms. When an airplane goes through turbulence, it might be rough. They put on the fasting your seatbelt lights. After a while, calm returns and the fasting your seatbelt lights go off and again you are free to move around in the cabin. Listen, whatever it is you are going through right now won't break you. It's going to make you tougher. But you must stand. You must stand. Stand in faith. Stand on the word of God. Keep believing God. Keep praying. Keep holding on to the, the promise. That word he gave to you. You can't sink with the word of God. You will only stand on the word of God. You can't sing, sink trusting the word of God. You will but stand as you believe the word of God. Stand you will. Stand you must. Stand. Stand. You can stand strong. Nigeria may be the way it is right now. Businesses may be going through things, but stand. The Lord is counting on those who are resilient to weather the storms in our nation right now. Because times of refreshing will also come. Times of refreshing will also come. The dollar may be whatever it is right now. It has happened before. So what is going on right now? There was a famine in the days of Abraham. There was another famine in the days of Isaac. Hallelujah. So come and tell Father Abraham something new. Come and tell Isaac something new. They've seen it before. But in the midst of a famine, did God not make a way for his own people? You are a covenant child. He will make a way for you. The covenant is not a thing of play. God is bound by his covenant. And his covenant is concerning your life. Shall we please rise to our feet? As we pray, can you declare the covenant over your life? So the dollar might be exchanging for 735 to 1 naira, I don't know. The pounds 880 something to... But do you know that they that know their God are the ones that shall be strong and they shall take action. They that know their God are the ones that shall be strong and they shall flourish in the land. When it looks hopeless... Don't be deceived. There is hope in the word that he has given to you. <laughs> surely, for surely there is an end. For surely there is an end. For surely there is an end. And the hope, the hope, the hope of a righteous shall not be cut off. The hope of a righteous, the hope of a just shall not perish. That is something you can stand upon. That is a word you can stand upon. Please pray for yourself. Please pray for yourself. What do you see on the horizon? What do you see on the horizon? I see everything bleak 
I see everything dark, really? Why not see through the eyes of the Lord and see light and see possibilities and see opportunities and see prospects and see prospects and see open doors and see open heavens and see divine help and see excellence and see provision and see promotion and see favor. See through the eyes of the Lord. It needn't all be bleak. It needn't all be bleak. In the midst of all this, a child of God is meant to thrive. A child of God is meant to flourish. Lord, I flourish. I choose to flourish. Lord, I thrive. I choose to thrive. Lord, I, I, I receive the constant watering of your Holy Spirit. And Lord God, in hard places, I will thrive. In the midst of all that is going on, I flourish. For the righteous shall flourish like the palm tree. They shall grow like the cedars of Lebanon. I am the righteous. I flourish like the palm tree. I am the righteous. I grow like the cedars of Lebanon. Yea, Lord, your word says, They that be planted in the house of our God shall flourish in the courts of our God. I'm planted in the house of my God. I flourish in the courts of my God. And even in old age, I remain fresh and evergreen. And this affects my children and their children and their children. For I'm a carrier of the blessing. The blessing speaks for me by day and by night in the name of Jesus. Over my ministry, over my marriage, over my children, over their children, the blessing speaks over us. Over our prospects, over our dreams, over our projects, over our plans, over our health, over our wellness, the blessing speaks over us. Commit every area of your life unto the hands of the Lord. You're going out, you're coming in, your children, your grandchildren, your health, your finance, your marriage, your business, your dreams, your prospects, everything about you. The blessing, the blessing, the help of God, the favor of God, the glory of God. I'm asking you to pray for yourself. Yes, the blessing of God. Somebody's at the crossroads. You're at the crossroads. Going forward is difficult and you can't go back again. To the right, there's nothing that looks appealing. To the left, there's nothing. You're at the crossroads. You really don't know what to do. Say, Lord, help me. That kind of person. Lord, help me. Tell me what exactly I'm to do. Show me what exactly I do not know. And it will show you and it will help you in the name of Jesus. Somebody's here. You have a product that you want, you've, you've been wanting to sell for a long time. Do you know there's a buyer for that product? Ask the Lord to connect you this week. To connect you this week. You and the buyer of that product. That the Lord should connect you this he will connect you without a middleman. He will connect you without an agent. Meaning you, you, you will maximize the proceeds by yourself. You will maximize it by yourself. Such things God can do and God will do. You release your faith and receive in the name of Jesus. The man whose promotion has been delayed for long. I speak to you in the name of Jesus. Go into your promotion. Take your inheritance. Walk into your heritage. This is the hour. This is the day. Enter into it in the name of Jesus. And every delay, every hindering force around that promotion is removed in the name of Jesus. Yes, wherever there are blockages, physical blockages, biological blockages, wherever there are blockages, spiritual blockages, by the power of the Holy Ghost, I command blockages removed, 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 blockages removed in the name of Jesus. I command blockages removed in the name of Jesus. Lord Jesus, you are the way maker. Nothing could hinder you from entering the holiest of all because your blood that you shed spoke on that day and you entered the holiest of all. 
and we come by the way of the blood. We come by the way of the blood. We come with the blood of a lamb, with the mark of a blood. And we abrogate, we cancel, we neutralize every blockage by the blood in the name of Jesus. So let the good news come. Lord, let the good news come. Lord, let the good news come. Let the joy of your people come. Lord, let the help of your people manifest. Let the approvals come. Let the approvals come. Let the letters of award come. Let the letters of promotion come. Let every desire come. This is the season of manifestation of desire. Let every desire come. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. You may be seated. You may be seated. The last call I want to make and then I will take my seat. Do you know it is sweet to serve Jesus? Do you know it is sweet to be in the Lord Jesus? Do you know you can enjoy sweetness as a child of a living God? How? You might ask me. Simple. Believing in the Lord Jesus Christ. Accepting a sacrifice for you on the cross. And then you get saved. It's as simple as that. Your heart and your mouth. Your heart and your mouth. It's as simple as that. You believe in your heart. You confess with your mouth. Your heart and your mouth. It's as simple as that. And then you will enjoy the sweetness of the Lord. You will enjoy the sweetness of the Lord. All eyes bowed, all heads shut. If you want me to pray for you, so that you can come into sweetness with the Lord, just raise up your right hand. Nobody's looking at you right now. You came to church this morning to have an encounter with Jesus. Just raise up the right hand and I will pray for you. Whether you are male or female, boy or girl, makes no difference. Wherever you are, up on the gallery, down here, just raise up your right hand. Let me pray for you so that you can enjoy the sweetness of the Lord. I have not seen any hand. Up on the gallery, please. Is there anybody there? Okay, thank you very much. Father, thank you. Please, let's invite those who we know need to hear the message of salvation. Bring them to church in their numbers, your friends, your colleagues, family members. and Let them hear the good news and be saved. The Lord is counting on us. Thank you. God bless you.